<laughs> things that make you go. Uh, you're, like, <clears throat> you're like one of them Bill Shakespeare's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Herbie Shakespeare. Uh, are we recording? Uh, we are now. And we're now. We are recording. Welcome to the uh, What's Up Bro podcast. Um, I am there. Signs with me as usual is Missy. Hello. And Mercadol, Mike Mercadol. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm going to start going by my last name only, Mercadol. I mean, Mercadol, like, uh, maybe, you know, just like literally force people to address the fact that they can't pronounce it properly. Why can't they pronounce it properly? That's not a difficult name. <laughs> I, dude. I have no idea. It's just but your whole life, or just in New York. Well, everyone does the the emphasis on the wrong syllable thing. They do the on the, the, like the accents on the e, the on mer. So they say mercaddle, or or no, the accent on the second one. So mercaddle. So um, even even Latinos are like mercado, and they pause because they they're expecting to see mercado, but they say but then they're like mercado. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. But uh, that's it. Last names only. <laughs> I'm just trying to fix that. And you are Nary, right? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I like the fact that Mike is cut, like. Cut, cut. We're going to have to start all over. Cut. I, like, cut. I, like the f- I already said that. Did I not say that? I'm Nary Signs with me as usual. I said that. These are things that I said. No, but you were also fussing with the camera. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that Mike is talking to me about people always mess up my name. Oh, oh really, Mike? Is that so? <laughs> is that so? Right. Have I said my name yet? It's Neri. Have I talked about how... Neri is not a hard name. It's not a hard uh, name. Uh, it's, it's not, not you, a hard you, name. You, you it's would, you would think. Name you would think. For a man. You have no idea how many times I get Nuri. You have no idea how many times I get Nuri in my fucking life. I Nuri? can't. I've and probably had know. people sp- say Nuri more often than they've said my name correctly. That's how many times I've had people call me Nuri. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And that's Signs and that's when they nice. and that's when they see my name. Together. That's when they see my name spelled. If I just tell them Nuri, they go Larry. It's a whole process. Larry, Jerry, Gary, Barry, Harry. It's a whole fucking Gingrich. thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like literally like that. When I worked at call centers, I would this would be like the one of my very first ideas for a joke would be because I was working at a call center when I started doing stand up, and they would be like, and I would say, hey, thank you for calling so and so cruise line. This is Nary speaking. How may I help you? And they would say Larry, and I said, no, sir, Nary, Gary, no, Nary, Harry, no, Nary, Jerry, Barry, Harry, and then they would go, Alex, and I go, yep. Now that, that's no, it. <laughs> yep, that's it. It's like in, uh, it's like in um, uh, the Lego movie with Batman where he throws a million things. And he's like, first try. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. Was yeah. that, and it first was er, the, at the end they would, they would either say Alex or they would say Mike. And they go Larry, Jerry, Barry, Gary, Harry, and Mike. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, in the hospital, we deal with names all the time. I can't share, like, technically, if I like, I can't share any of the names that I've heard. But I had one to, I had one today that I really can't say. I, like, I can't really. Ah, it would be. I can't say it. But it's basically like a racial epithet. Right. So, <laughs> you, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> so they were like, like Chink, Chinkly. <laughs> no, it, it, but it's like. 
That's Imagine. by the way. By the way, I went through the Rolodex of of <laughs> racial epithets that I could possibly fucking try to say, and I it was like, I don't, nope, can't. I don't believe you should have said any of them. <laughs> But I was like, in my mind, I was just going through. <laughs> but the idea, so like, it's one of those names where like on paper, it's like, I used to have that joke about when I was on like match.com. That's how old this joke was where uh, they, they have to do the, the screen name. Cause you have, like AOL, whatever you have to like, they don't want you using your real name anymore at the beginning in, in on match. Mm-hmm. You have to use the screen name. And this one girl, the, the way the joke goes is that this girl, I'm assuming her real name is Anna. And then she thought she was going to be fun and Fergalicious, also another like dating reference for the joke. <laughs> and uh, she decided to make her name Analicious. But when you see it all smashed together like that, I was like, Analicious. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. Hey, what's up? What's your name? What's, is this what you're what's about? Your, what's your story? What's your name? What's your sign? Uh, it's like that, like where you didn't, like if you didn't see, if you don't, like separately they are harmless, but when they, they it form like a bullshit yeah. of racism. They Voltron of racism. Yeah. That's the name of the episode. Voltron mention, of racism. Mention, yeah. <laughs> that should get him some listen. Let me write that down. Voltron <laughs> of racism. Um, yeah. Or yeah. Analicious. I think that's a good name for this episode too. Uh, I thought it was funny when that song came out, and I was like, I was, I would always make, you know, like, it's that wink at the camera when there's no camera around, but you, I would do that thing when I was like mockingly saying like, oh, yeah. Nerylicious. I thought it was funny, right? And uh, but I would say it in like super sarcastic, like. Like oh girl, yeah, like that, like just super sarcastic, like you know what I mean. And then I just thought to myself, I bet you this fucking because I know I've met women in my life who are named Nary. And sure. it, I had a, a girl in my high school. And and I, I bet you there's a fucking one that that put that in some kind of profile dating, like in some kind of like, this is my username is uh, is Nary Lish. <laughs> so I, just I bet, and that's when you do the gym face, the camera, where like, you do that thing where like the action that they're like Nary Licious. <laughs> awkward cat. This is a visual visual joke for the yeah, podcast. Go to the YouTube. Go to <laughs> God, God damn. Watch my YouTube, damn it. Go to the YouTube for uh Wubro. You know what's funny? I had I had a couple of people contact me on, on Instagram and they were like, Hey, uh, does Wubro have a have a YouTube? And I go, Yeah. And they said, Yeah, because uh, you guys kept referencing it in one of the in one of the episodes and I was like, Wait, what? What am I missing? And I had to like send them the link. I was like, Yeah, no, that, yeah, you could just look up Wubro. It's a thing. And they're like, oh, oh. And then they were like, no, no, but I thought you had like a channel. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do have a channel. I, I fell for a second. We need 100 subscribers to get a fucking URL with a name in it. Uh, I felt like for a second. How, many, how far away are we? 97. <laughs> 97 <laughs> to go. <laughs> it's new. It's new and up and coming. Uh, but I just love the, I love the idea that I was talking to like Michael Scott. And he was like, have you contacted YouTube? <laughs> he told them <laughs> that we're going to have a press conference. And they're like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw I saw a post one time, and I'm, I'm sure it was like a kid or something like that. But like, how do I get YouTube to come out to my house? I'm doing funny shit all the time. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's sweet. What a nice. I like wholesome ignorance. I like wholesome, like, like, oh. It's a preferred, yeah. I don't preferred know. Friend. 
I don't know. That's just uh, anyway. Well, so you guys. Uh, we've been gone for a couple of weeks as far as uh, recording. Uh, the last time we left you with a great episode with uh, Angelina Castro. Angelina. Happy. Hope you guys enjoyed that one. Um, it feels weird now because it feels like we're friends. You know, like I'm like oh because like you know she'll, she'll comment on my post now and it's like oh sure and I'm like this is weird because I'm still watching your porn though right like I'm still. Like I'm like I'm. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's not weird to her. No, but I mean, I'm talking about to me. Of course, it's not to her. Like uh, she's not supposed to talk to anybody who watches her she porn. She'll be like the loneliest lady in the world. Um, but yeah. I, but she didn't see. She honestly, she was dope. She did not. She she, she seemed so cool. You know, like think about this. We spent an hour and a half with her. Like she was on the pod. We we like hung out for a whole fucking. Yeah. Like we we got into shit and just like chit chatted and talked. Like I would talk with you or whatever, like a friend. So it's like it's like a fast forward friendship. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, if any of my actual friends would get into porn, I would like, no, I can't watch that. That's a friend of mine. I can't watch. You know what I mean? And not to use Missy, but she's the only female on the fucking. Like, and, and since I'm heterosexual, if Missy started doing porn, I would be like, no, I can't. That's my friend. I can't watch Missy's porn. I can't fucking do that. There's like a line, right? Hey, man, There's like a. No, I started what if I started doing porn? You're leaving me. Well, I would watch it, but I would watch it, but it would be more of a critique. It would be more like to give you like, hey, I think what you should be doing is take off your keys because you have this whole thing where your your keys are on. By the way, that's a super inside baseball. Like literally, only wow. me and him know this. Mike wow. one time hosted at the Miami Improv. This has got to be. How long have you been in New York, Mike? Fuck, I mean, this, that must have been a decade ago. How long have you been in New York? Uh, in May, it was seven years. Yeah, so it had to be easily eight to nine years ago. He was hosting at the Miami Improv, and then afterwards he goes, hey, what'd you think? I go, well, I think you should take off your keys. And he had his keys on his like belt, on loop, belt loop. On a belt loop. <laughs> but in the front, in the front, like, and he had a suit jacket on, so he went on stage with jeans and a suit jacket, and then the keys, and he had, like, 50 fucking keys. I was like, what are you, a janitor? Yeah. Why do you have so many yeah. keys? It was a, an absurd amount of keys. It was an absurd I amount of keys. It is. An, it was an absurd amount. It was like my car keys, my house keys, my work keys. Uh, I, I I always had it like there. Plus and then I would twenty put it in my pocket. Huh? <laughs> Plus twenty. You like go. You go. It was an absurd amount of keys, and then you n- mentioned three keys. I'm like, no, no, there were more keys. No, but there's like there's like a few keys on each of those. There's the locks. Yes, yeah, there's yeah. multiple locks on doors. We live in Miami. Well, the point being is that like I just didn't notice it. Because I always have the key that, uh, that I was. I even told myself I should take it off before going. This is so long ago. Holy <laughs> fuck! Mary oh, never forgets. Never. The North so that's that's how. I like how you steered the conversation away from uh, the question of like, if I did porn, would you watch it? Well, I told you I would watch it, but to critique you, to like give you pointers, be like, hey, maybe you don't fuck with your keys on. Maybe this. Right. <laughs> maybe you don't. You know. Yeah, that's what. Like, <laughs> your socks off. <laughs> no, the socks stay on. No, you got to the put them higher. On. You got to put like get knee high socks, like shit, like this. No, like, I'm gonna that's... get I'm gonna get the garters that go around the calf, and then they clip onto the sock. You know those old time with the free elastic socks. Right. Like how Beyonce does it, like that. <laughs> yep, that's right. Um, no garter, they, they, it goes around the calf. It was like they used to be. That's oh yeah, yeah. You know, remember. speaking so, of Beyonce, I would uh, I would pay very good money. To watch Mike do porn, but like in one of those giant champagne bottles, glasses that Beyonce did that video in. Just remember that giant, it was like it, she was in that champagne glass the whole time. 
But are you, so if you look at it through the champagne glass. No, no, but you you remember the video. Missy, do you not remember the video? I do not. I'm looking it up. She's Beyonce, like. Champagne bottle. She's champagne glass. Champagne it's glass. not even a bottle. It's a champagne like glass. That. It's like a, a, a bowl. Oh, I know what song this is. Yes, 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 yes. It's like. What song is it for the listener? Just so I could paint a better picture than one. Because um, my Beyonce knowledge It's not Naughty Girl. It was another, but it was from her second album. I forget the name of the song, but I, I know I know what it is. Anyways, yeah. the, the whole video, she's like splashing around inside a uh, champagne glass. And uh, I would pay good money to watch uh, Mike do porn in that. Like, you got to be in that. It depends on which angle causes the most magnification, right? Because it's a curved surface. I would have to position myself appropriately for the angle, right? What is happening? There used to, at a place I used to work at, the bath, they, they, in the bath, it's a, I work in a hospital, so it's shared bathrooms. It's like, there's never been, you know, gender or anything. So it's always been bathroom with women. And then at some point they set up the bathroom. Someone put the garbage can right next to the, the toilet. And the garbage can was like a little lower than crotch level, but it was like one of those garbage cans that had like a, a shiny dome. All oh, right. Top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does like that fisheye lens. And every time I would go to pee, it would just make my dick look huge in the reflection, just in the fisheye lens. And I would just stand there for a second as I'm peeing, and I'd be like, well, I mean, I could admire, like, how long can I sit here and look at my artificially enlarged penis and just revel in it before it's weird? Narrator, it was Mike who moved the garbage can there. <laughs> Somebody moved the garbage can next to the Mike. It was Mike that moved the garbage can next to the to- <laughs> next to the toilet. Bro, I'll tell you this. Hearing- Narrator, he also purchased one for his house. Like that's that's what <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know who orders the bat- the trash cans in the bathroom? Y'all know what model that is? Anybody? Who does that? Oh, who does boy. the purchasing? No, anyone? Uh, I'm shit sharing a bathroom. The hospital has changed a lot of things when it comes to sharing like a bathroom with women. Like every like it's gr- man, women are equally as gross when it comes to that. I, th- I think I think women are way. I, I think women are grosser. Concern. I gotta be I, every time I've gone into a fee, a women's bathroom because out of necessity, either they're cleaning the men's bathroom or the men's bathroom is locked or whatever the fuck it is. There have been many a time in many corporate inv- corporate offices, like I'm talking about professional settings, that I've walked mm-hmm. into a woman's bathroom and been like, "Oh, you guys are fucking gross." Ugh, I'd rather I'd you rather even... go into the guy's bathroom. I'd rather do that. Like, no, you guys are no shame on you, the, ladies. Shame on you. Well, the, I have a I not have, all of us. No, no I'm talking about it as a whole. You know who it is? You know who it is? The hoverers. The hoverers are assuming that the bathroom is dirty. So they're just going to do a thing where they are going to make it dirtier in the process. Like they don't care to keep it clean. So rather than just sit down and pee directly into the toilet, they will do the hover and not let their butt touch it. And then they, not all of them have the quad strength to hold the hover steady. steady. There's no way you're doing it, especially if you're dropping a deuce. Like there's no way you're pulling that off Strict hover. Yeah, there's right. a lot of there's a lot. Next time, next time you're in an office, to the listener, next time you're in an office building, take a look at the ladies around and l- think about how many of them actually have the quad strength to air squat yeah. and drop a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And when you and when you I look around and you I notice mm, you're not, you don't have the quad strength for that. Then they're the ones fucking mucking it up for everybody. It they're the ones. Depends on your strength and the level of concentration. Honestly. But also, those if you're the, not concentrating, you can get messy. But those are the ladies that will leave sprinklets all over the seat and floor, and not clean not, not clean because they're like, oh, it was dirty anyway. It's like correct. Man, I, oh, don't even get me started. Oh, I'm going to get gross. Never mind. I'm not, I don't want to get gross. No, do it, do it, do it. But don't get me started on, there have been times where I have, you know, like I lift the toilet seat because I, I stand to pee. I don't sit down to pee. So I lift the seat out of common courtesy and there's fucking blood under the seat. Ugh. These people yeah. are pulling their tampons out like they're starting a lawnmower or something. Like, how is it getting, how is it getting uh, all over the place? Next name, starting a lawnmower. Uh, there you go. Ring, 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 ring. Like, where is it? Why is it? I don't get I just, it. I got a course, mental picture of somebody starting a lawnmower after they've already killed yeah, somebody with a lawnmower. Do that. <laughs> with, after they've already killed somebody with the lawnmower and, the, and the, there's blood on the blade. Oh, yeah. And then you start the fucking lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, and then, so I'll leave, sometimes I'll leave the toilet seat up. So that they could see it. Someone see goes, your, yeah, see your so live in your shame. And then I, I don't care about periods and stuff like that. I'm a medical professional. Like periods do not gross me out at all. It's the fact that the care, the aftercare, if the you're going to cover, just put that thing. It's, it, 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 it. but it's yeah. also like, it's also like, um, then afterwards someone will say like, Oh my God, it's so gross. Like a, a, one of the ladies I work with, cause it's, you know, it's predominantly female. They're like, oh my god, the bathroom's so gross, and it's like, that's you. <laughs> no, like, if there was blood coming out of me, there would be, I would be in the emergency room. I would not just be like leisurely walking around, like, hey, you, weird, right? No, you did it. It's you. And then everyone always, you know, points the finger or whatever. And then it's there's like, I remember I was in the bathroom. I came out one time, and someone was like, well, "What were you doing in there?" And I'm like, finishing my novel. What the fuck you think I was doing in the bathroom? Finish my what novel. are you doing in there? Talking like, to my lawyer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what did you think? Bacon cookies. What did you think I was doing in there? <laughs> people are doing bad And it's like, oh my god, it smells like shit in here. It's like that's where the shit goes. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing my taxes. I'm sorry. Where's that where the shit, where the shit go? <laughs> of course, it smells like shit in here. If it smells like shit anywhere else. That's a problem. It smells like shit. Here. It's like working as planned. Because people, some people operate under the the rule, the self-imposed rule that you're not supposed to shit in public bathrooms. It's public, it's a work so, bathroom. Okay, <laughs> work bathroom could be a public bathroom too, depending on your, yeah, like, um, the corporate place was a public um, bathroom, and uh, people would walk in and complain, "Oh, it smells like shit." Like, what? What do you want? Like, people are here for ten hours a day. Yeah. I, I don't know anybody that can hold it. I only that shit long. on company time. <laughs> I only do it. I, I I make it a point. I'll hold it till I get to work. <laughs> I uh, you know what? I will say I will say this for free. You know, I will say this. A few years ago, I did go to I did stay over at Mike's house when it was in New York, staying in New York for a couple of days. Mm. And his bathroom did smell great. Did not smell like shit, you know? Because I'm assuming it's because he's taking a shit at work. <laughs> taking a <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> My bathroom at home is fucking spotless. The more you know. <laughs> Uh, well, it took 292 episodes of this podcast. Eight years, 
but we finally got through our shit. Uh, we finally talked about shit and shitting, and <laughs> that's what we're doing. Now. Did it? That's what we, we did it, guys. I feel like we're closer now. It's not really. <laughs> it's the social construct around work bathrooms. That whole social like dynamic. Yeah. And yes, women are disgusting. It's not nice. It's but you awesome. know, it, it, it no, makes me laugh. Like that. There, there's that scene from uh, the uh, the office when Mike. Is I think it's uh, if I'm not correct if I'm not mistaken it's um it's when um, Ryan takes Mike to business school and they go to I think it's that episode where they go to a bathroom somewhere they stop by at a rest stop I may be wrong and then Mike uh they see they show Mike coming out of the women's bathroom and he looks dead pants to the camera and he goes the guy's bathroom was disgusting the men's bathroom was disgusting. And like it's a super hilarious clip, but I'm like, no. Like every time I watch it, I, I yeah. laugh and immediately go, I go like, ah, no though. But no, it's not though. Like it's not. Like it can't be no. worse than a women's bathroom though. Like it's not gonna be. So no. I, I think you're wrong. I remember when the, in the episode where they all were like Michael Scott. I do think it's hilarious. You call him Mike. Right. Everybody call, Michael but everybody Scott. calls him calls him Mike. Nah. No, no. Everybody is Michael Scott. Never. His name is Michael. Michael Gary Scott. Unless we're talking about Prison Mike. Prison <laughs> Mike. Date Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh, Prison. Mike. There's Prison Mike. There's Date Mike. It's Mike. Right, but his everyone like his like I don't know. It's just weird that you call him Mike. But the but my the, there's an episode where he takes all the women like women's appreciation, whatever. Women's appreciation, it takes them to the mall. Takes them to the mall, and then the guys are all left back in the office, and then they go into the women's bathroom, and they're like, yeah, what the fucking nice in here? Because yeah. Kevin walks in. I just, I just saw this episode yesterday. Kevin walks in. He's talking to Jim, and he's like, can you go into the girls' bathroom? And Jim's like, I don't think you should. And he's like, I'm, I'm going. And he walks in, and as the, as the, the door's closing, you see Kevin go, You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> it's like a whole new world. Yeah. I remember when I discovered in my school that the, the one of the girls' bath, the bath, the girls bathrooms had like a chair and a couch to sit on and chill out in there. And I'm like, what? Did what? Why would you this want to? Private... Like, why would know, you want to? You guys go ahead. Private school either. Yeah, it you... was just straight up like. You guys go ahead and take and drop that deuce. I'll be sitting here reading my magazine. Like, what? No, that's very that's awkward. Fucking weird. I can't even watch. Yesterday, I was watching Friday, as one does on a Sunday, and you know the scene where he goes in to talk to his dad in the toilet. Oh yeah. I was watching it with my AirPods, and I forgot that they intentionally, for comedic purposes, leave the juice dropping sound in there. I had yeah. to skip because I was like, I, I just ate I the the, the, the plops and bloops. Yeah, they do it. The plops, and then he's like. Pushing because I guess he's constipated. I'm like, this was funny when I was 12, but not now. Why? Why were you watching Friday? What about Friday? It's a great movie. Motivated to watch Friday? Is that your go-to movie to, that you watch? No, no. no. I, I, I would say two. Can I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I give two? Two, no. two guests. I want to give two guests. Two guests. Uh, one clueless, and or two forgetting Sarah Marshall. I like forgetting Sarah Marshall. I cannot confirm nor deny that statement. <laughs> Why? Yes. yes, it's true. Both of them are my go-tos. And a third pick, a third pick, a, a good third pick would have been Reality Bites. But those three are the trifecta, yes. 
Yeah, she's. Do you con- have a, near you? They're constantly watching those movies. She's like she's constantly watching those movies. Those are the those are the comfort movies, that comfort food or comfort, you know, whatever. Thank you. Like, I can't self medicate with food anymore. I had just watch the movies. It's that's a total anxiety thing, though. I know, like, it is because you because you have the comfort of knowing what's going to happen next, and it's, it's that very familiar feeling. I was yep. talking to somebody uh, about like their like kind of having ADD focused issues and all that stuff, and it was one of those things that I I started doing was like movie soundtracks of movies that I know front to back, like Back to the mm-hmm. Future or whatever, like Jurassic Park. Like if you're doing something have that music on in the background because you still have that part of your brain that's picturing and remembering all of the other stuff, but it's not active. It's like in the background. So you have mm-hmm. your brain work and then it kind of like gives you a little bit more ability to like not let that take over. Cause it's not like the images of the movie are in your face. Mm-hmm. You, it's but it's the, the sound. sound. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with, um, I'm trying to cut this habit out cause it's not good, but I will fall asleep with the TV on and I'll mm. essentially put a rerun on because it, I would just use it as like a weird meditation tool because I know the dialogue pretty well yeah. and then I'll just fall asleep and you know, but I, it's not good. I, I know it's you not should good, try and still switch to like a white effective. noise and not associate it with <clears throat> people talking well i've been i got into um i've been getting into ambient sounds on youtube you know it's like three or four hours worth of this kind of shit and it's fantastic for your anxiety yeah there's one that is all the sounds of uh the star trek like the 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 instrumental yeah the instrument panels not the instrumentals like it's literally just the background sounds of star trek and it's 10 hours long well there's one for oh there's a hogwarts there's a Hogwarts one. There's one for Lord of the Rings. There's um, Game of Thrones. Then I found because YouTube is a wormhole. I ended up finding like <clears throat> some. They made one that's three hours long. It's like a cabin, and you're. I put um, on in like in the porch of the cabin, and it's raining outside, and it's just ambient sound. Like my Ooh, fifty-six inch and fucking TV finally. Helps me with my anxiety instead of just wasting my time. You can do. Uh, uh, I, someone gave me one of those Google Nest speaker things, mm-hmm. and then so um, normally in the summer, like I have my AC on, also, but it's cool up here now, so it's like too quiet. My I have tinnitus, so like I just hear the bee. Like I need something, so I'm just like Google Play ocean noises, and then like it'll it'll just do it. Google has like a whole like like you know, like Google. Uh, rock me to sleep gently next to a beach. Uh, Google, please, please feed me grapes. While make, you, uh, me forget. Google, make me forget. Google, hug me. Oh, Google hugs you. Oh, shit, my Google just responded. Guys, I don't think uh, Trump won this election. I'm looking. What? I'm re- looking at the numbers, and it's not looking good for him. I mean, I know we're. Re- looking at I know. Numbers. I know we're recording on November twenty something, but um, yeah, I think he lost. <laughs> what? We we were last time we were recording. It was a question mark, and now we're still. I mean, it's not a question mark, but it was like no. Last time we were recording, we recorded like a week after the uh, like it was one of those things where 
we weren't sure. Like there wasn't a definitive. No, what, wasn't, that, it like, wasn't it like election day or day before the election? No, we, we recorded call, that day before election and we recorded the day after. The day after. That day after the election and it hadn't been called yet. And remember, I even made the, I even asked the question. I was like, is this one of the closest races that we can remember like in recent history? Like I was, I, I actually asked that shit out loud, which now knowing the numbers sounds fucking absurd and ridiculous and stupid. Yeah. But the day after the election, it was still, there was a lot of unknown, you know, oh man, this is like tit for tat. They're going for tit for tat over here. And, um, well, because none go, of the counts have been released from the mail and stuff. So, uh, like, it was, yeah, it's the same shit. Ah, but those, was, are, was, those, are, those, are, those votes don't count. The, the God, mail, man, the, it's, real, it's crazy <laughs> watching them flail. And it's, it's crazy so watching them flail and not having people just be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Give up. You know, like you, you lost, like you lost. Um, and like, if, like if the Dolphins stayed on the field after everybody left the stadium and were like, "Nope, we demand, we demand to look at the scoreboard. The scoreboard's not changing, man. The game ended." <laughs> like you died. Like say whatever you want, Brian Flores. I, I, I like how I've made the Dolphins the villains in this situation where they're like, yeah. "No," because they know that the game ends and you lose. Yeah, you go. Hey, <laughs> it's over. Uh, I uh, the in the at the time of this recording, the most recent lawsuit that got thrown out was the one against Philadelphia, uh, the oh, yeah. Pennsylvania, the 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 state of Pennsylvania, and the, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania was like dismissed it, and the wording that they use, I don't, I mean yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but it was so like stop it guys, stop it. Like there's like nothing. <laughs> there was like, they were like, "This is un-American. <laughs> what you're doing is un-American. Stop it!" Like it was, like it was to a kid. Yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. It sounded like they like rolled up their newspaper to hit you on the nose and be like, "Ah, uh-uh, eso no se hace, no se hace." And I'm like, <laughs> "It just." I was like, <laughs> and uh, I was like, and it was like, it's like a Republican governor, Republican like like. When your own people are like, we uh, there's numbers don't lie. Like the guy literally said that number. He goes, I'm a starch. Uh, uh, he goes, I'm a I'm I'm a diehard Trump supporter. The guy literally said this in Pennsylvania, in Georgia. I'm a diehard Trump supporter, but numbers don't lie. <laughs> like he had to say, numbers don't lie. <laughs> like he's like, if you're bringing logic, it's something serious. Yeah, I was like, and well, then they fired, and then so, they fired again at the time of this recording yesterday. They fired yeah. that crazy lawyer who was. Crazy, crazy, and I made the joke Man, to my friend. Up. I made the joke to my friend. I was like, "How crazy do you got to be that the in, that this current administration, which is fucking wackadoodle, goes, hey, hey, whoa, get her the fuck out of here? Like she's too, like this is like <laughs> she's nuts. Like this fucking out of all the this administration is like she's too crazy for us. It's like really, this is where you draw the line. You guys had a fucking uh, you guys had a had a press conference in front of Four Seasons construction site. Like do you are you really like yeah. that? This is where you draw the line. Uh, when she my sa- favorite was in Michigan where they were like straight up saying. It's like, yeah, we'll certify the votes in the rest of the state, but not in Detroit. It's like, what? Where all the black people? Are? You, <laughs> of course, of course, that's what you want. But I just, you I just, idiot. I, I, not but did you hear what she going back to that crazy lawyer? Did you hear what she said? Did you hear the shit that the she said? Hugo Chavez. Yes, that she said that Hugo Chavez. Rig- <laughs> He's been dead for like six years. <laughs> she said Hugo Chavez yeah. rigged the election, and I'm like, why would he rig the election? What? But he's dead. She, I had to Google. I had to look it up. I'm like, wait, that guy's dead, right? She, I had to, like, wait, I, like, he's dead? 
Is he dead or is he Tupac dead? No. That's the like, question she, we need to look into. She He's said, she said about, she He's mentioned specifically, dead. she mentioned Venezuela. The way she said it was hilarious to me. She, she said Venezuela and Russia. And I'm like, but Russia's your buddy. Like, that's. <laughs> Russia's your buddy. Like, why would Russia do this to him? Like, Russia's his buddy. Like, that's the. They, right? They were like. Yeah. Found guilt. Like, oh, my you God. You have kids, right? Like, Mary, you have kids. So you know that when they're caught doing something wrong, there's that tantrum of, like, do, they're going to do the thing that, they, like, oh, like, let's say they're trying to sneak a cookie and then you catch them and then they're like, oh, and they try to shove as many cookies in their mouth as they can before you take it away from them. That's literally what's happening right now. They're like, <laughs> narrator. We, 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 wait, wait, narrator. Mike was a really fat kid. And uh, yeah. <laughs> he would shove cookies in his mouth <laughs> at all times. I have yet to catch my. <laughs> I have yet to catch my kid sneaky food off, and then when they get caught, smush as much as they can in their mouth. Usually they go, "Oh, I was sneaking cookies in no, my pocket. Here are the cookies no, that I had in my pocket. You went with." <laughs> it's not. It's actually a. It's a psychological thing that happens in terms of like behavioral stuff. That it like at a certain point when you like let's say a kid is a repeated bully or whatever, and the more and more you try and crack down on it, the kid's gonna start lashing out even more at everybody and all stuff. It's I forget the exact term of it, but it's like this increase in the behavior before it drops off. If you like, where you have to continue correcting. That's what's happening right now with the Trump people. Is like they thought they were gonna have a whole other four years to be criminals, and now they can't. So they're like, eh, eh, no, the the Hugo Chavez. You know, like they're just like they're scrambling to try and figure out like what to blame it on so that they can continue to do what they've been doing, which is avoiding prison. You well, know what I mean? That's literally what. Here, but here's the is. thing. But here's the thing with me. Like when I hear them do it, I understand because of everything you're saying. Like uh, Edward Norton wrote a fucking great thread perfect, of yeah. like a perfect thread ex- so describing w- the, the the why the reasons for the behavior of what he's doing. Right, and it was on Twitter, and it's a fucking fantastic thread. If you haven't looked it up, go look up uh, what Edward Norton tweeted about it. It's phenomenal. It's a great thread. But I can understand why they're doing it. What gets me are um, his, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a phrase here from uh, a fellow geek uh, geek bro network uh, a podcaster DJ um, who said uh, from Better Let Me Tell You who said. These are his followers, not supporters, because there is a difference between supporting mm-hmm. and following. And the followers are like fucking brainwashed fucking people who are like, just like whatever he says, I'm cult fucking members. like, they're just cult members. That's the difference. Like he, and he went through. Yeah. Like his um, <laughs> DJ uh, from Better Let Me Tell You had a, an amazingly accurate uh, description and of showing you the both like definition of both like you could be a, you could be a supporter and this is what a supporter is and you could be uh and then there are his followers and that's what these people are they're fucking followers like cult members and they gave this whole thing and so what what i can't what it's hard for me to rationalize because again i'm not fucking crazy so it's hard for me to rationalize with crazy people is to see the behavior from those followers not supporters followers and and the shit that they're spewing and it's like and even the quote unquote calm ones when they go, can you believe this shit? They're fucking stealing the election. And I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> what? That's like I've heard people say that. I've heard people that I personally know say that. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, can you believe this shit? Fucking 
And then the fun ones are the ones in Spanish, right? My uncle, right? And, can you believe this shit? Lo están robando. The fucking thievery that's going on. And like, can you believe this shit? And I'm like, they're just going to let these people rob them? I'm like, rob them? of vote? Like, they wow. counted votes. Like, <laughs> understand? They counted votes. And then there I was like. There could not be any more counting. But the, the the funny thing to me, I was like, at this moment, at the time of this recording, it's like almost 7 million f- yeah. difference. Like, And in 7 million, you can't come up with like, bro, look look at this million. Look at this 500,000 volts here. Like, You can't come up with any like, hey, this is proof. And that's what that crazy lawyer was saying. She was like, I'm going to unleash the Kraken of evidence. She kept saying that phrase. I'm going to unleash the Kraken of evidence. And then when the, the attorney, when the... Reporters were like, what What kind of evidence do you have? It's like, I have a Kraken. <laughs> she just, that's how fucking crazy she was that fucking Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani with his hair dye dripping down his fucking face oh my God. like Jack Nicholson's Joker <laughs> goes, no, you know, she's crazy. I, look, I, like, right? I've seen it a bunch of she's places, crazy. but I, I got it immediately. The, the Rudy Giuliani stuff looks like the thing in the fifth element when, when Gary Oldman has that <laughs> oh black my shit God. drip on his face. Yeah, I hadn't seen that, but yes, that is fucking, yes, that's perfect. Yeah, I posted it up on my Twitter, and then I saw it everywhere, and I'm like, that's my overused <laughs> bullshit. That's my low-hanging fruit joke. I, the, I, I, I took the lowest how, fruit. How dare you? Fucking! How dare you, how dare you reference a very highly successful and popular movie, and that I'm referencing? How dare you, sir? You know what this recount, this recounting stuff is like. You know when you're dating somebody that's really, really insecure, and you're like, I, I like you, and then they're like, No, but do you really like me? And then you're like, Yeah, and they're like, But do you really, really like me? And you have to keep repeating yourself over and over again, or the opposite when you're like, It's over, and they're like, No, it's not. I'm like. Oh, yes, it is. It's over. And they don't get it. Like, that, that's what this feels like. You're trying to break up with somebody and they don't fucking get it. It's over. And yeah. you're the second one. Like, more <laughs> the second one. Because we clearly know that he does, that we've expressed that we don't want him anymore. And then he's like, he's like, he did the George Costanza where he leaves his furry hat at your place. <laughs> And then he's got to come back again to pick it up. Or or the one where the girl's like, I'm breaking up with you. And he's like, I'm breaking up with you. And she's like, no. And then he's like, well. And then they just keep eating and continue dating. And she's like, no, I don't accept the terms of our breakup. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, like it's that needy uh, comedian who, who went up on stage. He goes, hey, did you see my set? He's like, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. But like, tell me. But did like did you Tell really me like like typically t- like, you want to suck my dick I'm like, you know? I don't know what you want me to say which part did you like when it was over god damn it <laughs> which which joke is good it's like the set no. was fun well i'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you asked me because I, I took out a notebook and I wrote some notes down for you <laughs> and my note for each one of your jokes is <clears throat> after the first joke i wrote hilarious good uh the second joke <laughs> i wrote oh my god that is amazing so like they, that's what they want you. That's what they want to hear. They want to hear the fucking breakdown, want, joke yeah, by like, joke. They want of, like you stroking. Is like, can you do me? A, app. <laughs> can you do me a favor? Can you just stroke my ego for the next fucking X amount of time? Like I just need to stroke that, that my ego, and that's. <laughs> I've been there, man. I know that feeling. I know that feeling exactly. Where you just wanted somebody to tell you you did a good job, and then you come off stage because you you feel, like there's times where you know you had a good set, but then you want to make sure that. Did I hear it right? That's the insecurity shit that happens all the time. Where you're like, that would happen to me all the time. I'd come off stage and then I'd be like, 
they were like laughing and all that stuff. And I'm like, maybe it was just one table that was laughing really loud. I, did I get the real experience? I start doubting it. I have the opposite I reaction. Watched. I have the opposite thing where I go, fuck, bro. Like I get mad at an audience when they're talking too much or something. And I get mad and then people are like, and then when I get off stage, people are like, what are you talking about? They were fucking dying laughing. And I'm like, nah, nah. Like I had this shit like in my head. Where they, like I don't, I'm like, no, no, no. They were fucking, no. And then doing this i'm such a whore this is how this yeah. is how much of a whore i am that i have gotten off stage hating audience members like hating audiences and as a whole like to that you know that old hacky joke of like next time you guys get offered to be an audience together don't take that offer like just fucking not, yeah. like you guys are awful i fucking hate you and i'm like angry like piss and vinegar angry like fuck these motherfuckers because the first show i did the same set and it was fucking great there's a second show you guys are assholes i hate you and then they end up buying so much, so many T-shirts, and you go, oh, you know what? They're good though, bro. They were right. They were fine. You know what happened? What happened was, bro, it's like the late show, so they were a little tipsy, but it was fine. They're like that. I'm such a whore that my perception of how good or bad of an audience you are can totally be waived, can totally be changed by how many, how much merchandise you buy. Like I'm that fucking dude. Shh, shh, shh. Yes, company. Uh. 20 minutes. Don't say anything bad. Say hi, wife. Revision is based on movement. <laughs> uh, I like the fact that she came up to me. She knows that we'll do video. And then she came up to me and then she was like, like whispering, like, hey, are you, are you almost done? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're on video like everybody could fucking see and hear you uh yeah i would have loved to see her open the door see the camera and then do like one of those like navy seal rolls like a self <laughs> like ha ha and then just kind of like jump up at you uh so i yeah, have a very vivid imagination her whole family's here because uh of thanksgiving um which i i don't know i'm pretty sure i've talked about this in a podcast in the past i'm not a fan of the holiday uh, but her whole family is here, uh, which would include like her brother, her her parents, and they're all and they're all staying in my house. The opposite of social distancing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Danger! Danger! No boy. So th those are facts. I just mentioned. I just mentioned. I just mentioned. Oh. Yeah, I could I could come up with a good am I the asshole right now on the spot, but uh, yeah, let's mm -hmm. let's go let's do one for, let's do one from from Reddit. <laughs> let's, let's. Which one? There's so many to choose from. Um, I didn't read. I don't. I didn't read any of them. But I think I I enjoy the ones where we could ha take either side because you want to do the vacation one. I didn't read any of them personally, so uh, Missy, Missy, you read them, right? Do you want to do no. the brother pregnant one with the, the, the pregnant girlfriend? The vacation sure. one? I don't know where how far back that was. Okay. Yeah. We'll do the we'll do this one here. Um Do the vacation one. Am I the the vacation? How do I, twenty eight female, and my wife, twenty seven female, renegotiate boundaries with my family regarding money and vacation? I, 28-year-old uh, female, have been married to, quote, Summer, a 27-year-old female, for six years. So it's My two wife women. and I it's both two women. have... It's two women. two women, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My wife and I both have well-paying careers, and we're both women, so no kids for the time being. 
because we're well off, we've shared our money with my brother, air quotes, Nathan, who's 33, and uh, and his family, uh, 33-year-old wife, 8-month-old, eight 8-month-old, eight 6-year-old, and a 4, no, 8, 8, 6, and 4 years old. Put a TV in your room. I mean, they, yeah, there's a lot, there's too, already too many kids. Uh, so we can go on a nice vacation together a couple of times. My brother and his family are not well off, so they'll so they'd never be able to afford trips on their own. We because they have four fucking kids. We don't pay for a hundred percent of these trips, but we pay for the overwhelming majority of it and do all of the planning, booking, travel arrangements, etc. Summer is a doctor, Ooh. and this year has been extremely hard on her with the epidemic. I don't think she was. I don't think she was. I don't think she was distressed during med school. And I've done everything I can to support her, taking over all the chores around the house, cooking every night, renegotiating my work schedule so I can always be home before she is and have dinner ready for her, et cetera. That's very nice. With the vaccine news looking like there's finally light at the end of the tunnel, I started researching a dream vacation for the two of us. One of those trips we talked about doing but never seemed to make the, to have the time or money for. It's obviously too soon to make any concrete plans, but even assuming free COVID prices and whatnot, we couldn't have the event uh, luxury spending to go on vacation or do anything super fancy again for at least a few years. Possibly more depending on how the dust settles. Summer and I have talked about it and agreed to do this. And agreed to do this. Well, my brother noticed me posting on Facebook about planning the vacation mm. and said to our perspective, said to and said our perspective vacation seemed like it would have nothing to do for his kids. It had nothing for his kids to do. I told I told him that uh, we were looking at a vacation for just the two of us for something we love. No one else was coming on this trip. My brother blew up at me, yelling about how we're selfish and robbed his kids of their childhood adventures and chances to see the world. I told him that it was our money, and we had agreed on how to spend it. My brother got even angrier and admitted he did not uh, uh, help. <clears throat> and I uh, got even angrier, and I admittedly did not help when I made a reply saying we want to dive all day, drink all evening and fuck all night. No one else is welcome. And in the end, I appealed to my mother to help since she's always been the peacemaker in the family. <laughs> mom, uh, mom, can you fucking tell him we want to fuck mom, all night? Can you tell him? Can you, can yeah. you explain to him that I want to fuck all night? Mom, <laughs> I'm trying to fuck. Um, big mistake. Not only did my mother take his side, she mentioned that she was expecting my wife and I to help out with my nieces and nephews' college educations as well, something that my brother had never mentioned. We, he, he, she says it's not fair that I lucked out and got a great job doing stuff with computers while my brother risks his life every day on his job, not saying what he does for his friends. As tempting as it is to blow up at my family in return, does anyone have any experience with negotiating firm boundaries with family over money issues like this? I love my family and I do want to help, but I also want to give Summer the vacation she deserves and not be obligated to give my family money whenever they ask. Also because Summer and I have been putting away money in separate funds to start attempting to have children of our own. The TLDR is wife and I have been paying for family vacations, want to do something big for just the two of us. Family acts like they're entitled to our money, needs, need advice to renegotiating boundaries. The floor is yours. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't think there's any possible way that the the two women are not the asshole, right? They're clearly the asshole on this one. 
I mean, I'm fam- no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm just, I just like to see Missy. He's like, what the no, fuck? No, Missy had a genuine moment. Uh, yeah, she <laughs> she had a moment of like, what? Yeah, can you believe they're stealing this election? Um, yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's that's. This is one of those what things. Channel am I on? Yeah, this is one of those things where you go, no, this is. There's no way this is anybody else's. Like, yeah, I mean, there's no, there's well, no two sides of this argument. There is no two sides of this argument. You can't. You can't get mad when your when your family doesn't pay for your vacation just because they've been paying for your vacation in the past. Like it's not their job. They've been doing it because they've been nice. You can't all of a sudden get mad at them when they're no longer right. like it's again, it's not like they're not they're not being courteous. They're fucking being uber nice. They're going above and beyond what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Like, like I get it. You know, like I get it, I get it that you get used to certain things. Yeah, this well, is the like, alimony of fucking brothers. Like, uh, like, uh, yeah. Excuse me, I've been used to, I've been used to a certain way of life for like the like last accustomed way of life. I'm, accustomed a, I'm accustomed to, to you paying for my entire family. Which, by the way, there's too many of us. Um, like this, you. Can, I mean, there's six of them. That's a lot, dude. Four kids, all I, under ten. I can't even I mean, imagine. Like, even a Disney weekend would cost a fucking fortune. That's just a regular Disney well, weekend. And here's here's the problem. Like they're like, where um, one of my biggest pet peeves is when someone like works really hard to be good at something, and they start calling them lucky. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're luck. You lucked out and got a great job doing stuff with computers. It's like, well, why didn't you try to learn computers and put yourself in a position to then also have a good job? Because that's like, for fucking that nerds, Mike. It's for fucking nerds. Exactly. <laughs> They didn't do the thing that got that. It's like, well, oh, he he risks his life all day, every day on his job. Remember, uh, remember I mean, the late '80s, early '90s. Like, if you if you fucking mentioned that you, that you like computers, you were branded a nerd. That shit was hilarious. That's like, oh, oh fucking nerd. Like, um, what are you a nerd? Like, <laughs> Gary Goldman. That's one of my favorite. If they were, like a like a typing class. Oh, yeah. like, typing class. What is that for broad? Yeah, it's for dames, right? That's for. Dames. <laughs> what is that for the dames? It's for broad. Yeah, for but teacher, it's for dames, all right? Yeah. <laughs> It's so it's so dumb. Like people are like in the late eighties, like, early nineties, you mention like, computers. I didn't realize you're done. How important typing would be. But this yeah, is I didn't realize. Yeah. yeah this is ridiculous. But this is I don't there's know. no way. That's come on, who gives us that? I think that's, that there's another angle. Like I agree with both of you and just I could go on and on and on about family boundaries and the disrespect. But I think another thing that you guys that because I agree with both of you, she's they're not the apples. Um but I just think also the other element is why do I have to drag your kids? Like, why are you on top of the brother thing, on top of the assumption that you're just going to be like vacations are a want, they're not a need. Um, and so like, I don't have to, but why is it that now on top of all the other disrespects, like now I need to also make sure that I don't have kids and I have to justify and defend why I want to go on a vacation with my wife or my husband because by myself. And uh, here's, and here's the you other level for being like, I want to fuck. Like, can I have a vacation where I fuck please? And I don't have your kids I, fucking rubby hands all over the place. Yeah. I want to fuck my wife. I saw, I'm not a fan. Here's what I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of this guy went on the Facebook post and started fucking and like immediately like, there's nothing for my kids to do I, on this know, trip. Unclear. <laughs> There's nothing it's for my kids to do on this about, trip. It's like what? <laughs> like what are you talking the about? The entitlement. 
It didn't say that he did that on the Facebook post. It said that like he then uh, like mentioned it. I don't know if it's on the post or not, but I do think it's fucked up. Like, like, cause here's the thing. If like, let's say, let's say like I get crazy famous and I have a billion dollars, I get an acting gig. I'm the next fucking Avenger, right? I'm a Marvel hero and I get a billion dollars and someone hands me a billion dollars. I would of course want to help some people out. You know what I mean? I would give money to my mom. I would give money to my brother. I would give money to other people, not you guys. And then, I just said, I just I mean, thought really <laughs> evil shit. I just thought really evil shit when you go, I give money to my mom. And I'm like, no, that would be a socialist thing to do. And your mom is the, uh, very starch against that. She does not believe I in would, socialism. I would put it in a trust that means that my stepdad can't fucking touch it. Because he does not get handouts because he's a, tr- a strong man. And refuse yeah. from anybody. Yeah, take take uh, your fucking flaming you. boxers. So you take you. take your flaming boxers and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> good for you standing up for your principles. Don't you touch that fucking money. My mom is gonna go on a vacation by herself. You stay home and you wash the fucking car or whatever. Um, I don't know why I washed the car. It seemed like a domestic thing for him. <laughs> well, I don't know why I went there. You but, stay home and watch Fox News. Yeah, yeah. Until but the the idea that um, like I would want to give people money, <clears throat> but at a certain point, to have the like audacity to be like, hey, uh, where's that money that you mm-hmm. gave us last time? I I expecting it. I, 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 I noticed that, that Avengers not- Six came out and you were in that. Yeah. So hey, where's yeah, my yeah. money? Send my <laughs> children to Yale. Yeah. Like, no, that's so fucking, that's so infuriating. But you and so, the mom is also an asshole, by the way. The mom is an asshole, too. The yeah, mom, the mom is, is an asshole sure. because, first of all, I'm sure that the that the, the girl, the the person, the author, went to her mom for kind of support, some kind of Well, she said that. She said, I went to my mom because she's usually the peacemaker. <laughs> Correct. Well, she fucking failed this time, mom. You fucking failed. We went to my mom because she's usually the peacemaker, and the mom was like, "Fuck you." Because she had she had an opportunity to make it better, even if she disagreed. Whatever. Like, let's say she still like innately agreed with the brother and not the sister. She could have still played that situation where there's some kind of understanding or something. But you're gonna she doubled down. She's like, I need to pay for the fucking college too. Like, what? And you're sending them to college too. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not like at this point. Because you looked out. Like the LA Because you, you looked, looked out. out. I wish you would say that uh, to me. You I looked think out. The audacity, like. There are a few things that will send me zero to a hundred, like real fast. And spending my money is one of them. Like, don't spend my fucking money. Yeah. I, I, am, money. I would. I'm a pacifist at heart, but if you fuck with money, it's like. Ooh, I would. Ooh. I. I'm very easy. Like I, I don't mind. I'm, I feel like I'm generous. I'll go above and beyond, and I'll help out. I, I'll pay for for a meal. I don't care. Like that shit doesn't bother me. But if you're coming to me and you're like, by the way, like let's say this week I was I was supposed to be in Asheville and I pulled the plug at the last minute because I got scared to fly through the numbers. But like let's say a few weeks ago when I've been like I'm going to Asheville and then they would have been like cool when do we leave it's like we're not fucking leaving i'm going to fucking asheville and if that would have turned into that could have very easily turned into a fight but and it would have it would have been bad and like i've had to like as far as setting boundaries which is what this lady starts off talking about like i personally have had to set some hard-ass boundaries and since they don't listen 
Um, I, the love language is flip the fuck out. So that's what that's what I'll use. But it it's infuriating to have somebody come and fucking slip you a bill for something that is none of your fucking business. Like, first of all, paying for college if they want to go is the responsibility designated to the fucking people who spawned you. It's not the fucking people that luck she, out. But here's here, and here's where I disagree. Here. Here's where I disagree. Here's where I disagree. Socially speaking, there's a social construct in this country that the parent takes care of the child until they're 18 years old. Typically, that long, huh? Typically, <laughs> children going to college are over the age of 18 for the most part, right? Obviously, there's some fucking, you know, oh, 17, I graduated mm-hmm. when I was seven or whatever. But with that said, college, if you want to go, is not up to me, the parent. I'm sorry to fucking tell you that. It's fucking not. You're a fucking... But the, you're, kids, are insane. the kids are insane pay for my college. They're no, fucking adults. They're saying... I understand. Hey, we get into what I'm trying Bernie to get... What, what okay, I'm just trying to say... What the I'm, idea... But what all I'm, right, all I'm saying is... Okay, I, but all go. I'm saying is... It's not my responsibility. You're a fuck, if you want to go to college... Hey, guess what? My parents came to this country with fucking negative zero dollars in their fucking bank account. And... I, if I wanted to go to college, it was my, they fucking, they, they, they try to get me to study hard and they try to get me to get good grades. And I didn't, I didn't get good grades. I wasn't a fucking good student in, in high school. And so when I went to community college that I went to for seven fucking years, I, I had to get financial aid and I had to get all this shit, whatever. And I had to fill that and figure that out. And I had to get a, a job at, at Blockbuster and all this shit there. It's not my parents' that's job. Work, you know, it's not my parents' process. fucking job. It's my fucking responsibility if I want to go. Here's the thing. I didn't actually want to fucking go. <laughs> I didn't actually want to go. <laughs> so that's the Shocking. thing. So I didn't actually really want to go. But my point is, if you really want to go to college, if you want to be a doctor, you know that from a fucking early. Like, you don't. You don't, you're not 21 and go, you know what, I, th- I think I want to be a fucking doctor. You don't do that at 21. That's not the fucking goal. Like, it's not the parents' responsibility to pay it's for the, the college. Norm. I've seen it, but it's not the norm. I understand totally what you're saying. It's not the, the parents' responsibility. All I'm saying is college is not a parent's job. It's your fucking, it's your, your own job. You, Missy, have gotten two fucking degrees in the last two years. You know why? Not because your mom, not because your fucking mom saved up money, not because you have a fucking rich aunt who lucked out with computers. No, it's because you got <laughs> you, you fucking wanted to. Yeah, you fucking wanted to. You wanted to go to college. You I got did. you got your ass, and you've gotten two degrees in the last two years. You got your masters. It's not fucking. It's not anybody else's responsibility. Who gives a fuck? Anyways, it's true. Stepping but off I, my stepping off my 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 my. Uh, my soapbox. soapbox uh that's my ted talk um i wanted to touch really quick about the johnny depp because i saw something on johnny depp this week so johnny depp uh, has parted ways or i don't know what the fuck he left the project of the the fantastic, Her- beast. fantastic beast movies so <clears throat> I was under the impression, and I know, like, again, I didn't really pay attention to this case, to this divorce case, because he's had a horrible divorce trial, p- very public and very nasty. No, it wasn't a divorce. It wasn't divorce. It was, this was a libel Defam- suit. It was a defamation, yeah. Defamation yeah. suit, li- libel suit. So I've never seen anything like this. But again, I didn't pay attention throughout the summer because, oh, wow. you know, 2020, there's so much shit. <laughs> but we, I didn't pay attention. Um, yeah. So, but Not I, the what I, news story in the world. What I did yeah. know, what I did know just from reading headlines, because as any loyal listener to Wubro knows, I'm a fucking headlines guy. 
But what I did know <laughs> by by reading headlines is that it was the overall overwhelming consensus that Johnny Depp was not the asshole. Like if they were doing a live version yeah. of Am I the Asshole, Johnny he Depp not was the not asshole. the asshole. Right? That's the, what I'm under, to understand from reading the headlines. But I didn't actually yeah. get details. Then in a post recently on social media, there was a time where somebody asked him about he was in full uh, Jack Sparrow costume. It was behind he the scenes. The yeah. It was behind the scene. And somebody asked him, about, oh, what happened to your finger? And he goes, oh, I got hungry and I bit and I ate it all and I ate it. It was whatever. But like he was making a joke of it, whatever. And then it, was, it wasn't behind the scenes. It was that he was visiting. He, he used to visit hospitals for children uh, in full costume. Yeah. And then somebody asked him about his yeah, finger and you. he couldn't really say that Amber Heard fucking chopped my finger off. But I didn't. He so that's the part like, that I didn't yeah. know. He's like, oh, I ate it or whatever. And I'm like, what? And I'm, but I'm in my mind. I'm watching this video. And I'm like, what happened to his finger? Like, I didn't fucking know. So I started reading down the mm-hmm. comments. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, I'll, and then okay. I tell Missy, I'm like, Missy, can you believe this? And she's like, what? You don't know? <laughs> And I go, no. And she goes, um, I'm going to save this for Woo Bro. So if you could give us a quick synopsis of uh, Missy, of what uh, has happened. With, like, how, what? Okay. You said that the finger then, thing didn't even scratch the tip. Timer, and you have 30 um, well, to sum wait. up the entire okay, wait, wait. Amber but Heard. Am I, summarizing, am I summarizing the relationship? Or no, the liable case. The, liable the, case. The, the, the scandal. Summarize the scandal. The liable case. We get it. They broke up. Okay. Whatever. Move on. Yeah. Okay. And go. There's a lot of pressure. Okay. So they break up. The Sun runs an article as the breakup is happening. And um, Johnny Depp calling him a wife beater, if I'm not mistaken, is the, is the term he used. And Johnny Depp has decided. Wait, wait, wait. Decided the Sun. File- wait. The Sun is a newspaper. Not the Sun. Not the their Daily son, son, not the, a child. Right, yeah. the newspaper. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I go. So then, the um, he decides to start to file a fifty million dollar defamation lawsuit against the son because claiming life libel and defamation. Flash forward to the summer where they went to trial, and the details that came forth really painted contextualized that relationship more in the sense of that he wasn't so much as abusive more than the relationship right. was toxic as fuck. You took way too long. You were not even Shut close. up. Shut up. Let her finish. We're Shut up. Uh, let her finish. Longer. Shut than, up. Let her finish. Go ahead. And then oh yeah. Mary, you getting on him for nothing because No, but he's saying that. he's saying stop. He's saying that's it. No we, you, you ran out of time. I'm saying no, let her fucking keep going, keep going. So the come forward I personally as a spectator to the shit show I was like I don't think this is a good idea because he's going to end up letting out a lot more skeletons in the closet that he's going to be comfortable with but he went forward and you know Johnny Depp doesn't listen to me anymore so he went forward with Kate, the, the trial and all kinds of shit came out she apparently she allegedly took a shit on his bed one time during a fight the missing finger is not him being uh, whatever. She lost a bottle at him, and he lost. I think it was like a quarter of his finger. Um, the fingernail. Was part. he was he abusive? Were there was an abusive relationship on both ends? Then there's audio that came out where she's basically confirming that she yes, she does get violent, yes, she does beat him or whatever, and then vice versa. There's evidence now. In, in all fairness, Johnny Depp doesn't come out completely vindicated in this because it just seems to, it, it, the scale just seems to even out is what I'm trying to say. I disagree. To say. But 
So long story short, the uh, trial went on for I think six weeks or something like that, and then they came back and the judge ruled against Johnny Depp. He lost the case, and now there's another one. Which in my research for the, this episode, I found out that he's coming to America to fight this bitch in court because for another libel suit or defamation like that, fifty million dollars he's coming after, uh, and that will be next. Uh, we'll talk about that when that ends. But that's basically what happened, and so now he has lost. On top of the shit show of this entire thing, he he had to walk away from this role, and now there's a petition. They asked him to 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 step to walk, down. To walk step away. down. They, he yeah. did they, like he didn't just quit. They they were yeah, like, hey, yeah. You they out. asked him. Yeah, they asked him to step away, and now the there is a petition that I signed to get um, Amber Heard fired from Aquaman because if he's going to lose um, that that role, that blockbuster paycheck, then she sure as fuck should have some kind of consequences at the very least um, and don't don't get to be an Aquaman too. So that's, I think that that's pretty much yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Mike, the, why do, why do you disagree that he did it? That he did I it? disagree. It's not, it's not even. And, the one of the one of the hard things to like rectify here is the fact that she came out and said that he was that it, like she came out and basically said that she was the victim and he abused her. That has lingered so much, even though there is zero evidence of physical assault, unless it's been literally almost self defense in his in his on his part. So like he is an abuse victim who was being abused and defend and was like defending himself. But because he didn't handle everything perfectly, people were like, Oh, he's, he's, he's also abusive. He, he's not, I don't think he's being, abusive if it was, the other, if it was the other way around, I don't think that from no just from what I'm hearing. So if a yeah. man is beating the fuck out of a woman and a woman lashes out while getting beat up and fucking like scratches him, nobody would go, Oh, she's, she's being abusive too. Like they right. wouldn't say that, but no because it's a man who's they're both abusers. Yeah, but because she's it's a man who's getting beat up. And back. listen, uh, yeah. not to get too deep, but uh, I've had a personal relationship in the past. One of my ex girlfriends who was physically abusive towards me, like physically, I have a scar on my chin to this day because of that. You can't see it because I have a beard. But my point is, like, I've been in a f- abusive relationship where I had to sit there and take it. And psychologically, I knew at that moment during the times of physical abuse i knew if i retaliate i'm going to jail like if i defend myself not retaliate i was like if i do something i can't do anything but hold her down but hold but hold her down in a sense where it leaves no like please like i can't do anything but that so um i didn't know any of that i didn't know about the bottle being cut i knew about her taking a shit on his bed but i thought that was hilarious uh well, <laughs> as we've established in the first 15 minutes funny. as we've established in the first 15 it, minutes of this episode shit is funny yeah. so i thought that taking a shit in his bed was funny i'm sorry if you if you this is this is one of those things where there's definitely like like in custody hearings and in, in certain things like like in, in legality of certain things like abuse like assault and stuff like that where the like men being the victims gets overlooked like they yeah. like where it's like where this is that's like the one spot where privilege is is flipped for between men and women. The idea that a man would be mad at a woman and go to her house and shit on her bed 
people would, and a celebrity, a woman who's like an actress and she's like working on a multi-million dollar franchise is shitting in people's beds. If that was a man, they would have been like, what? Get the guy the fuck out a of here. A long time ago. A, a long, long time, time ago. Yeah. And the fact that, agree. and the fact that, so there've always been rumors about, um, here, and I'll give a perfect example. I'm in a group, like there's a comedians group, uh, or I got, uh, joined some Facebook group of gossip, blind items and stuff like that about Hollywood gossip because someone who used to come on my a live podcast used to, was a part of it. And we, and it's fun, you know, it's interesting. And I post jokes in there to see if they work and all that stuff. They after even after all of this came out, still think Johnny Depp is an asshole and all these things. I'm like, where's like, even since the, all of this stuff started unfolding and there was old stories about like him, having like arguments with Kate Moss or something like that. That was an old like hotel fight that he had came out. And he, Oh, that was even, that was the media overhyping something because Kate Moss and like what, uh, um, when a writer and all these people have come out and saying like, no, he's fine. He's never done anything like abusive to us. And, and they debunked all of this history that, that people think of it. Johnny Depp is a bad boy. He's a crazy weirdo. But he's not violent and he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't like hurt. I don't like, even think he's like crazy. I just, I just think he likes makeup. He's a Hollywood. He just likes a, makeup. Like everyone, that He's like, uh, weird, what kind of movie? What kind of movie is this going to be? Can I be heavily makeup? No, I'm out. I'm out. Everyone in Hollywood at that level has it. Their lives are crazy. Yeah. No, their yeah. lives are crazy. They don't live normal like average lives. They're crazy. So not, him being a weirdo is one thing, but they still like. I've, I've, I've I had to like step away from the thing one time because I posted up a thing about Amber Heard, and then they were all like. Oh, but Johnny's also asked. I'm like, how? Where? Proof? Like, what do you mean? They've all been debunked. He's the victim. He's the victim. If it was the other way around, you would not be trying to poke holes in the victim's like identity and story and and, and all that stuff. Like, this is this is super fucked up. And then there's still to this day, like there was a whole another thing about uh, Johnny Depp that, that they're they're like just dragging him for no reason. And I'm like, he's the victim. You know what I mean? Like, he's not the bad guy. And people, so it's nowhere near even. And also because of the history that they have put on this guy, that he's never really retaliated against us, there's this lingering negativity of like misandry against him or whatever. I'm not even misandry. Like everyone just thinks he's a shitty guy for no reason. And I feel bad for him because he just lost this crazy job. They, they, they keep bringing, like it will haunt him forever. forever. And, and it's one of those things that if the situation had been reversed, he would have come out looking like a hero. She, if, Th- th- he would have come out looking like a hero for de- defending himself. And no, I will not allow her to defame me to, in, in court and uh, publish articles that are libelous and uh, fraudulent. And then they would have they would have rallied behind him, and he would have had all his slate cleared. You know what I mean? Like that. It's it's, uh, so, it's, it's not the other way around. It's fucked up. And you everyone should be it. in jail, not just uh, fired. Shit. Well, I don't uh, for taking I'm, a shit on somebody's bed. All right, I mean, you know, no for cutting no, but finger off. That's, yeah, no, you can't like that. There's like on a legal level, there has to be something against making false claims that way. Like maybe not that, criminal, but on a civil level, for sure. I think I don't know. The president I does it all about, the time. Well, it's true. Um, what I, I said that as a that joke, and both of you just meant, look so sad when you're like, yeah, 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 he does. Because it's not, like, that's not, the punchline is also a tragedy. I know, um, I know. The, I would say that for, so here's what I think happened, or here's, here's my whole theory on the thing. I definitely want her fired. I don't want to fucking see her in Aquaman. I think that, 
but the replace roster, her with Amelia Clark or me. They um uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I think that um so here's what here's my theory. My and I Mike, I agree with you 100. percent I really do. And what I think happens is that in from the from from the perspective of the female brain, <laughs> this one, um, I would say the following is that. This happened, this, all of this popped off around on the heels of the Me Too and the Time's Up. And a lot of that, I think, looking back, turned into very, it was like vigilante justice. So it's like you, there was, a, and because Weinstein set such a fucking hard, high bar for it, that it was just kind of like the thing that you were doing. And a phrase that came out, a lot of people would come out and say, was, well, you know, when, when a woman claims something, believe her. And that is true, but I think then there needs to be something added to that. And I think they believe her is the same thing. I want to say, like, the Salem witch trials is like they just believe that you were a witch, and that's it. They fucking, like, burn you at the stake. Believe, believe, believe uh, her enough to look victim. into it. Believe victims. Yeah, well, believe the person making the claim enough to look into it before you decide. Because if you just come out and say it, and this in this in this context of like superstardom and celebrity, but the consequences are he could never recover from this. Like Melton fucked up how long ago, and like what is he doing? Well, I, I don't I'll know. Like that, I don't want to get into any more details, but you're talking to on this podcast with two men on it. Both of them have been the victims of physical abuse, domestic abuse. Both, but because it's two men, the odds of us and, and even when it happened, the, the 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 social dynamic and the social contract was nowhere near a place where I could have said anything and not been laughed out of the room. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're a giant man. You think you? Why didn't you? Oh, you let some girl. But in no way, both a hundred percent of the men on this show, both of us, are victims of some form of abuse. Right, the relationship, you know, whatever you want to call it. So it's not like it doesn't happen to us, but it was the social contract of the world has never allowed for us to be. That's like that's like that that Dave Chappelle joke where he's like uh, about men. Like it's like a man was arrested for raping, you know, six men or whatever like that. It's like wow, if they caught six men willing to say yes, he must have raped thousands. You know what I mean? Like because. There's not that like it. There's nowhere for us to report it. Like especially, like like it's it's not an uncommon thing. I've been around dudes where it's like, oh yeah yeah, I used to get hit all the time and all this stuff and oh this girl was crazy and this girl was crazy this girl was crazy. But that often gets dismissed because dudes are shitty too. It becomes this universal thing of like, hey, how about it's allow them to be victims regardless of the source. Yeah. But there's this bias that will never without like intent be changed from the female perspective of like, Oh, you know, like, like what you just said, like you still kind of put them on the both same scale or whatever like that. It's, it's, it's not, I'm not saying you did it on purpose. I'm not saying that, but like, that's one of the main reasons why guys don't like are not in a position to be as open and honest about abuse and emotional abuse and psychological abuse and, and all that stuff, that none of that is accepted. Nobody gives a shit about how a man feels. And it's harder, it's, it's, not, it's not even about giving, it's, I don't that. think it's necessarily about giving a shit, it's about believing that they actually feel. Right. 
It's like or oh, that it has the same lingering effect. No, but I'm saying, but it's like it's one of those things where you go, oh, your girl beat you or she hit you, right? But you go, oh yeah, but you're a big dude, so it didn't really hurt. Like no, that's not the fucking point, though. That's not like, the that's point. Not, that's not the yeah, point. Yeah, so it's not. It's like yeah, well, it's not like oh, you have a little scar on your chin, big fucking deal. Like it's a scar. You have fucking you have you you, you have facial hair. Nobody sees it. Like that's. I've had people tell me that, by the way, to my face. People tell me that. Right. Or somebody, <laughs> like, like, to my face. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's how you feel? Like, Jesus. If, well, I had, if we're moving away, I think the, I think 100%, I could say 100% of this panel has dealt with abuse. I'll say that much. And I would say that my experience is that when you open your mouth, and, 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 I, and again, I'm agreeing with you and I'm it's honest. It's terrible. On this. It's terrible. But what I'm saying is as an abuse victim, like just, I want to say like blanket statement. And I know that there are biases on, on both sides, but what you're doing when you open your mouth and you speak your pain and you speak your trauma is you're handing it over to somebody so that they can decide whether or not it's valid. That's what happens. And so if they don't believe you, then it's, like, like the abuse sort of continues. Oh, absolutely. Not sort of. Absolutely continues, yeah. No, And absolutely. so what I happened to me uh, a few months ago, I was sitting in front of uh, across of somebody and we were talking about an ex, uh, an ex relationship of mine and yeah, words were said and at some point they're like, yeah, well, you know, like, and I, by the way, I've, I've expressed and words are like my thing. I've expressed with people that I trust the details of the situation, this person is, uh, has had the privilege of knowing them. And they were like, yeah, well, you know, I was saying that at this point, I see, I wish my ex nothing but the best, like I've moved on, whatever. And the relationship was, and this person was like, yeah, well, you know, like you were both assholes in this. So like, there's no victims here. And I was like, <laughs> that's just fucking stupid. What? So I'm laughing because I'm laughing because I, I know the story on a personal level from her. Like I know the details and people who said it. And, oh. and I'm, so I'm laughing out loud now to mask the outright frustration and anger of like the stupidity of that statement. And this is somebody that had like, this is somebody that had like front row seats. Front row seats. Yeah. There's a fallout the before, during and after. So what I'm saying to that is I'm trying to say is that it sucks because you kind of never get your, if, if you, if, you never get your day in court as an, ab- mm. an abused victim. No, you don't. You just, it just doesn't happen because if I were to share the stories or if I have shared the stories, you would never, You it's hard, it was hard for people to really believe that this was happening because in publicly the relationship, I was like the bitch and he was like the nice guy. Mm. To the point where when we stood up, I was like, oh, I'm going to lose all my friends because they love him. He's great. And it didn't happen that way, but... False. All, all, Negative. All that to say... <laughs> he was not great. All that to say... <laughs> we did not love him. All that to say... <laughs> shut up. All that to say is that you never really get your day in court. And where, unfortunately, Johnny Depp is trying to get his day in court, he's actually... The libel case that he's coming... Uh, he has against her in the U.S. is for that article that she wrote. Right. And so I'm hoping he does get some justice because... I mean, this was a, a court in London, so justice for Johnny, laws, man. Rules, justice for Johnny. So, um, but I would love to see her fired, and I'm rooting for that because I think that on top of all the shit of her, like holding her accountable for her behavior and the way that she's fucking flipped this because she leveraged her position, her position of power in that time because of Me Too and Times Up to flip it on him for sure, a hundred percent. But also, I feel like. Um, 
she's not gonna like then because of that like the consequences have to be fair have to be, to be because because on on top of that the conversation that women are trying to have is to move this conversation forward my personal stance is like I, I tell Mary all the time I think I'm a bad feminist because I don't think the point here is to prove that one gender is better than the other we're just trying to have a conversation to level the playing field but what ends up happening is in, in the overcorrection you leave all these men on the side of the fucking road that have something to contribute. Well, and so like, to, to, I understand what you're saying. Right, and to right. like, like, cause this is a whole other conversation. Yeah. There's a whole other conversation. I got, and I kind of don't like, I want to get into it, but if my wife and her family are, are waiting for me to eat dinner and if I don't get out now, then there's going to be another domestic, uh, there's going to be another shit yeah. where I get hit again. There's another am I the asshole. Yeah, there's going to be another, <laughs> there's going to be another, like, Neri got hit again. Like, he has two scars in his oh, fucking God. face now. So, uh, so we got to wrap, but I do want to uh, yeah. continue the conversation, but uh, we will at, at another point in time. Um, Mike, uh, your, your other podcast, what's your, the name of the other podcast uh, yeah, or where can they find out, it? Um, Mike contextualizes the universe at, uh, the, on the Missing Sock Network. At Missing Sock, um, was it Missing? Is it Missing Sock? It's uh, well, you can go to the patreoncom slash sock if you want to throw money at us and get access to bonus stuff for all the shows on the network. And then you can also go to follow me at Mike Mercadal, M I K E M E R C A D A L for all of the links to the shows. It's all in my pin tweet. All right, and then uh, Missy uh, the writer is uh, on Instagram as uh, uh, Missy the writer, and her yeah. uh, website is missywrites.com. Uh, so, so make sure you check that out. Uh, we have very strong opinions about this, but again, because of time, to the listener, by the way, FYI, not that you need to know the full fucking, but we're recording like two hours earlier than we normally do because Mike's got shit to do. He's got to put on a fucking, so bored now. he's got to put on a, a backpack and go hiking in the woods like a fucking crazy man. Uh, go we'll check out, go check out my website, nerysigns.com or, or what was his name.com. Check out the other podcasts on the Geekmore Network, including Better Let Me Tell You, including the Mount Geekmore podcast, which has a brand new logo out. Uh, and, uh, well, it's about to be released. We haven't released it yet, but it's about to be released. New logo. I'm very excited. I get excited over new logos. Um, and uh, Mount Geekmore <laughs> podcast, uh, Better Let Me Tell You podcast, uh, Child Like At Best with Mike Valdez. Go to geekbro.net, listen to us. Uh, and, uh, and you can go to, if you want to listen to uh, Mount Geekmore, you could also go to the helium podcast network they're available on the helium podcast network so check that out all right uh you guys have been great that that's how uh winning is done bye every time